0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Be Better Tomorrow podcast. I'm your host, Jason Fisher. Thanks for rejoining me on this relaunch of the, sh- of the show. Two years ago, I kind of stepped away for various reasons. Part of which was uh, just a set of, well, not a set, that's not the right word, a time of depression in my life. If I'm honest, some things that happened that put me into a bad mindset, of course, COVID hit us all, and then recovering from that was a bit of a stretch. But as part of my New Year's resolutions, as it were, I am looking to relaunch this podcast to help not only myself, but you be better tomorrow than you are today, both, both professionally and personally. What I want to check in with on this very first episode, because we're going to be recording around the 11th of January and publishing towards the end of January, is how are those goals you set for yourself this year doing? My listeners are the kind of listeners who are setting goals, trying to figure out how to be better. So I want to know, how's it going? If you're like most people, you set resolutions at the beginning of the year that have failed. Only 9% of Americans, I'm assuming most of my audience is, but maybe there's some other folks, only 9% of people who set, no, sorry, of Americans who set New Year's resolutions actually succeed. It's kind of depressing. I think the motivation that hits us all to the end of the year, the nostalgia, the old lang syne, as it were, makes us really excited to do big things. There's a psychological phenomenon called the fresh start phenomenon. Basically, our brains reset to some degree around the first, the first of the month, the first of the week, but the first of the year is a big one. If you were around for the turn of the century, there was a lot of optimism around that time about how things were going to be different because it was the beginning of something huge. We can use that to our advantage. That's why I'm a big fan of setting New Year's goals, maybe not resolutions per se, because I think goals require a plan. They require a little more detail. Resolutions are more grandiose statements than that I'm going to be. healthier this year. I'm going to quit this this year. Great. If that's where you start, fine. I'm going to have some episodes on how to set better goals in the future. Today, we're going to talk about how to pick up where we should be. So let's just say that you are one of those folks who set some sort of goal for yourself and it's lacking. Try to understand why. Is it something that you set an overambitious goal? You just couldn't make it happen? Maybe you wanted to go to the gym every single day for, for the first 30 days. That's a lot of work. And if you're not a normal gym person, You start to get depressed about wanting to go back because you're just tired and you're wearing your body out. You're expending a lot more energy. Maybe you saw some great results in those first 10 days. Then you hit your first weight plateau. Happens to everybody. And that's depressing because you were losing a half a pound a day for a second. And now you're down to like maybe a tenth of a pound or maybe you had a bad day and you actually gained some weight. Happens to all of us. That's not a reason to quit your goal. Maybe you need to adjust, figure out what didn't work and what did work maybe three days a week is enough. In fact, I'm a big proponent. I think you're more successful if you set smaller goals you can be more consistent with to build the habit and more importantly, build the identity of the person you want to be. What do I mean by that? Well, listen, our identity, how we see ourselves does more to feed our actions than willpower does. We may decide that we're going to be the kind of person that goes and works out seven days a week, but if we're not in our brain. If we don't believe ourselves to be that kind of person, it's very difficult to make that happen. But if you have spoken to yourself and believe in your brain and your heart that you're the kind of person who works out and is healthy, then you'll tend to make healthier decisions, especially around food. Somebody will offer you cheesecake next month for their birthday and you'll say, no, nah, it's okay. I don't eat that. And because in your brain, you really believe that's the case. You don't look at it as I'm on a diet, it's a restrictive thing, I can't have that. No, I don't like that, I don't eat that stuff. And that's fine. And changing your identity helps you to actually do more towards your goals. Because the actions that you take will be more in line with that identity. How do you get there? Self-talk is a great way to do it. Now, I don't mean mantras of standing in front of the bathroom mirror and saying, I'm a good person and gosh darn it, people like me. But when you discuss yourself, be careful how you speak. Speak positively. Speak in ways that shift your mindset into being positive. I try to tell my girls all the time, if you only come away from an event and speak negatively and tell me all the negative things about it, then you will remember that event negatively. And if you only ever talk about someone negatively, then you will start to have a negative impression of that person. It will change the way you think about them. And the same thing happens for yourself. If you are the kind of person who is always down on yourself, is always saying bad things and and always pointing out the negative, then you will start to have a much worse self-identity. But if you're speaking positively about it, and yeah, looking at yourself in the mirror every once in a while and saying something positive, it's fine. Nobody's looking. Go for it. Do what you got to do. But change that point of your identity Create smaller goals that you can be more con- more consistent with. Adjust the goals that you need, adjust the goal attack the way you need to, to do it. Whatever that means to you, if it's going less to the gym, if it's just getting out and walking regularly, if it's cutting out the snacks after six o'clock, if it's intermittent fasting for twelve hours of the day instead of fourteen, adjust. Then grow the goals as you accomplish the little ones because building that confidence will also help you to change the your identity. To change your identity you're the kind of person who completes your goals you're the kind of person who does this thing and after a week 10 days that becomes a habit of who you are i find one of the best ways to do it honestly i follow a guy named benjamin hardy dr ben hardy he talks a lot about your future self and how to be your future self now what does that mean psychologists have have worked on a long time this idea that we are our past self our present self and our future self almost as if we looked at those people as three distinct individuals it changes some of the way we think. I want to make decisions today that my future self will be happy with. You know, I saw a great quote on the internet the other day. It's basically, you know, if I'm 45 years old, I shouldn't wish that I could go back and be 19 again and, and do it all over, which honestly, I have those thoughts a lot. There's so many things. My kids are grad, getting that graduation age. There's so many things that I wish I would have done differently. But what it said is, you're, it suggested you should pretend you're a 90 year old who's come back to be 45. Now, what would that person do differently? Well, that's the same thing as looking at your future self and understanding what they would want you to do now. I don't want to make decisions for my present self to be happy. I want to make decisions for my future self to be happy. Dan Sullivan says the only way to make your present better is to make your future bigger. So I want to make that future self, I want to make that idea bigger in my head so that my present can be much better. And that's part of what this podcast is all about. With that, I just want to invite you, if you need help with your goals, if you're looking for somebody to coach you, I'm willing to do that as part of what I do. Reach out to me at jason at bebettertomorrow.com. Let me know what I can help you with. We sit down for a, a free one-on-one coaching session to kick it off. Maybe I can help you, maybe I can't, but we can see how that works out. If you think you know what you want to do and you just need a little extra motivation, head over to my website, bebettertomorrow.com, click on our Etsy store, and I've got just a quick, really cheap digital checklist there. Let's you know, uh, you break down your goals into the big things you want to accomplish and the daily steps and what you need to do to make it happen and check those things off. I'm a big checklist person. I love the feeling of checking things off or tearing, having a post-it note that I tear up. That motivates me. If that motivates you, this is just that, okay, I know daily I need to walk. I need to cut the carbs. I need, whatever steps you need to take, I need to personally outline podcasts. I need to work on some development skills. I need to do these things. If I'm working on those every day, I'm getting a little bit better. If you don't want to email me or reach out to me, if you don't want to check out the checklist, that's fine too. I just ask that you continue to listen, that you share this episode with somebody you think might need it. Share this episode with a friend or share it with an enemy. I don't care. Just share it with somebody. And I hope until the next episode, you have found something here that will help you be better tomorrow. Be Better Tomorrow is released under a Creative Commons 3.0 share-like attribution license which means you can use this show or clips of it for anything you like, as long as you give us credit and you aren't doing it for commercial purposes. The music you're hearing now is by Kevin McLeod of Incom Tech, also released under Creative Commons share-alike license. All the information about this show and others can be found at BeBetterTomorrow.com. And I hope, as always, you'll find something to help you be better tomorrow.